Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you like the show, Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, my friends. 4.30 in the morning. I got self-brain surgery tip number 18 for you today. This is a uh, little thought I want to put in your head because it's going to come back at it at the right time. It'll come back for you, and you're going to... You're going to let me know that this little idea helped you. And here it is, self-brain surgery tip number 18. God will do the work to change your mind and change your life. All you have to do is decide to let him. I put Philippians 4, 6 through 8 in that, and I hit hashtag, hashtag spiritual brain surgery. So I said, self-brain surgery tip number 18. God will do the work to change your mind and change your life. All you have to do is decide to let him. Philippians 4, 6 through 8, hashtag spiritual brain surgery. Now, what do I mean by that? And why did I choose Philippians 4, 6 through 8? Well, let me tell you. When you decide to have surgery, right, let's say you've got a back pain or a hernia or something like that going on, and you decide to, to go to the doctor and they make the diagnosis and they, you sit down with me and I explain the problem and the, and the procedure and all that with you, there comes a point in time when you have to decide that you're going to submit to that procedure, right? So you, you don't actually have to do the thing. You don't have to perform your own back surgery or brain surgery or hernia surgery or whatever, but you have to make a decision. You've got to give an informed consent. I'm going to tell you what the risks are, what the opportunities are, what the expectations are. You're going to have to decide to go through it, right? So here's the thing. I put Philippians 4, 6 through 8, and I'm going to read that to you now. Philippians 4, 6 through 8 says this, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. He says, hey, there's all kinds of stuff that's going to happen in your life. Don't worry about it. Don't spend time worrying about it. Instead, pray about it and switch your thoughts onto some things that will build better chemistry in your brain. That's self-brain surgery, right? But why did I put that verse, which is about how you think, at the end of spiritual brain surgery tip about God will do the work for you? Let me read you another passage in Philippians. Paul had just gotten through in chapter 2 saying this, Philippians 2, 12, uh, 13, 12 and 13. 
Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I'm away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Now listen, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. You get that? God is working. God's doing the surgery, and he's giving you not only the power to do what pleases him, but he's giving you the desire to do it. So if you're feeling a nudge in your heart to listen to me when I say change your mind and it will change your life, he's doing the the nudging, okay? You don't even have to pick up the scalpel and do the cell brain surgery yourself. You just have to consent to it. You just have to say, I really want to change the way I think. And then over in Philippians 4, a couple chapters later, he's giving you the prescription. He's giving it to you. The prescription is swap, actively swap the hard thoughts that come along with life, your first reaction thoughts with more controlled ones that will lead you into a clearer, less foggy pattern of ability to make decisions. And here's what I mean by that. Something's going to happen in your world today. Your spouse is going to say something that almost sets you off. Your boss is going to do something that offends you. A coworker's going to let you down. Something's going to happen. Somebody will cut you off in traffic. Something's going to occur. You're going to get a bill in the mail. You're not going to know how to pay something right doctor's gonna call some bad news something's gonna happen today tomorrow sometime i call it the massive thing this book i just wrote hope is the first dose there's a story i tell in the first chapter of that book about when i was a student at the school of aerospace medicine in san antonio when i was in the air force and they took us on a check ride in an airplane called a t-37 well the t-37 unlike any other plane in the air force the ejection seat is spring-loaded I may not be saying that exactly technically right, but it doesn't have a rocket in the seat. And so when you pull the handle, it basically just shoots you with a spring out in, into the air for the parachute to deploy and save you if the plane's going to crash. The problem is it has to have a 1,000 feet of altitude before you pull the ejection seat handle or it won't have enough time because there's no rocket. It won't shoot you high enough for the parachute to catch you. And so there's this yellow handle that's in between your feet. And if you pull that handle before you have enough altitude, you're going to get killed. Okay. That spring is going to pop. The ejection seat's going to shoot up, but there's not going to be enough time for you to safely deploy that parachute. And I told a story about that in the book. And what happens sometimes, though, is you're going along in your life and things are, seem to be going okay. And somebody pulls that yellow handle when you weren't ready for it. And all of a sudden, you're launched off into some different direction than you were expecting to go with your life. And you don't have enough altitude. And so what do you do then? That's, that's what we call the massive thing. Something comes along that just rocks your world. And I'm just telling you, on a micro scale, today's brain surgery tip, self-brain surgery tip, is one of the ways that you can start to wrestle back some control when things seem to be spinning out of control, when that yellow handle got pulled. One of the ways is stop the, the thinking crazy train. Because what's going to happen is you're going to, this thing's going to happen and your brain is automatically going to fill your head with all the thoughts about, oh no, I don't have enough altitude, that there's not enough time for the shoot. My, my spouse said this and that means they don't love me and that means that we're going to get a divorce and that means that I'm going to end up on the street and that means and we're going to catastrophize and we're going to go down that channel of negative thinking. And what happens then 
is you get so fr- so built up with the neurotoxins in your brain of negative thinking that you can't figure out what to do next to try to make it better. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that handle got pulled. There's not enough altitude. We don't have time. The parachute's not going to deploy and we're going to crash and die. And that becomes true because you can't think your way out of it. And the good news is you don't have to do the surgery to change the way you think. You just have to consent for it. Paul says, God is working in you to do, to have the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Just like you don't have to do your own surgery when you come see me in the office, I'm going to do it for you. All you have to do is consent for it and I'll take care of it. God is saying, hey, I'm giving you the desire to do what I want you to do. I'm giving you the power to do what I want you to do. And all you need to do is change your mind about the things that you feel. Because feelings aren't facts. Sometimes they are true. But the feeling that you feel when something happens is a neurochemical event. And you can control what you do next. And that will lead you to better decisions and more peace in your heart and less anxiety and less stress and more sense of control because you can wrestle it back when it seems to be out of control. Right? That's what self brain surgery is all about, friend. You can't change your life until you change your mind. And you have to start today. That's it. Self brain surgery tip number 18. God will do the work to change your mind and change your life. He's the great physician. He'll do it. You just have to ask him to. And you just got to aggressively work on swapping those thoughts from something negative to something positive, something lovely, Paul says. Whatsoever is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think on these things because they're excellent and they're worthy of praise. And replacing the negative thought with something positive will give you then the space to say, okay, not all is lost. It's not a complete disaster. What can I do next to make it better? Or maybe it is a complete disaster, but I still have this life to live. What am I going to do next? I'm going to think about something that will help me make a better decision instead of just going down the rabbit hole of catastrophization, right? That's the whole game, my friend. That's how you find joy. That's how you find hope when everything seems so dark. I'm going to play you a little song. It's a it's a little bluegrass band called the Seminole String Band, and they, it's like a little family. It's a, it's, a, it's a precious little girl singing, think on these things. It's just the, the, verses, the verse from Philippians. And you're going to think this is kind of a silly little song because it's just so simple, right? But somebody's going to send me an email in a few weeks or a few days, and they're going to say that little song got stuck in my head and something happened at work and my boss said something and it almost set me off and I was about to tell him off. And that silly little song said, hey, whatsoever is lovely, think on these things. And I swapped my thought because you put that in my head and I couldn't get it out of my head and it helped me change how I thought that day and that helped me make a better decision and that helped me not get myself in trouble with my spouse or not go down the rabbit hole. So I'm going to play you this silly little song and I want you to do what Paul said. Just give yourself a minute to to have some self-brain surgery and fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Here's the Seminole String Band with this silly, simple little song. Think on these things. It's going to get stuck in your head. Trust me, it's worth it. Put some stuff in your head that will help you when the pressure's on. And start today. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things 
Thoughts of your heart, the battle is raging. Will you please your flesh, or will you please God? Think on these things if there be any virtue, if they glorify God. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron. 
www.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron-only episodes, and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad-free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.